0: And so it's like you realize that the grass is not always greener. And sometimes it's better to be single and to stay true to yourself and to hold out until you truly find the right person, not just rush into something for the sake of being in a relationship. Absolutely.
1: Hi, guys, and welcome back to another episode of Vulnerable. I am your host, Chelsea Vaughn. And today we have a friend on the pod. Her name is Carly Weinstein. You guys might know her from TikTok. She has half a million followers over there that she's gained by just being a really cool, transparent, uh, real kind of personality. She does a lot of like body image talk and just positivity in general. She's very relatable and talks about dating and everything else. So If you don't follow her, go give her a follow. I personally love her and the way that she chooses to use her platform. And she's also one of the hosts of Hot Girl Talks podcast. I was on their podcast. It was really fun. Um, And I had her on, and we kind of just talked about like where we're both at with dating right now, how we feel about the idea of love in a relationship and like unconditional love, um, which I thought was really interesting because this is just something that's been on my mind lately. and I kind of just let the conversation flow where it was going to flow. Um, she's great. She has very strong opinions, as do I, and we kind of were just chatting about, you know, how we feel about dating and everything. Um, so it was a really great conversation, and I hope you guys like it. But here's Carly. Okay, today we have Carly Weinstein in the <laughs> vulnerable studio. Welcome, Carly. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. Thanks for making the trek over. <laughs> um, so I like to start off with well, actually, for people that don't know who you are, mm-hmm. what's your age, where are you from, and what's your sign? Okay. I'm 26. It like hurts to say that still.
0: Um, is it fresh? When's your birthday? <laughs> <laughs> my birthday
1: was in May. <laughs> it still hurts. <laughs> oh my God, stop. 26
0: is a hard one. Um, no, I'm, I'm 26. I'm a Gemini. And what's the other one? Where are you from? Like originally? Oh, I'm from – I was born in Maryland, um, but grew up in Jersey. Okay, so I'm a Jersey girl.
1: Two Jersey girls. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh Love well. a Jersey girl. <laughs> no, I saw your TikTok about um like 26 and you having like an existential crisis. Yeah, I for sure. What is what is it about like 26?
0: I don't know. Like it's so weird. I feel like okay when men turn 26, they seem so young, but when women turn 26, they it's like all of a sudden I feel old and I feel like I'm behind on everything and like. It's just weird. like it's it's weird. I feel like there's just a big double standard with like men and women and age.
1: I mean, there definitely is with men and women and age. Um, but like maybe it's because it's over the halfway point. Cause I yeah. feel like 25 was really exciting. Like I remember like planning a big trip it was, like quarter yeah. century. I went to Puerto Rico. 26, 27, 28, 29 are all kind of like mm. Yeah. And then 30 is like fun and exciting again. Yeah. Um, 31 is where I'm at now. Yeah. Kind of feels like 26. I'm <laughs> No, but it's interesting because I feel like
0: <laughs> 30s you you're like now you're the younger part of I know what you're saying the group and in your 20s you're like all of a sudden I'm the older portion of my 20s Got so I it. feel old but
1: like late 20s yeah i still mid but, I know I know and but it's 26, like 26 is not just young for men like I feel like 26 is young for women too I know
0: and it's a blessing it's like every time I think that I'm like okay I'm being crazy because what's the alternative?
1: Not, not being here. Not so alive. it's, yeah, exactly. So I'm like, okay, you know what? God willing. Like, but yeah. No, 26 is good. I mean, I don't, I feel like once you hit your thirties, it's like, I sound so like ridiculous. Like I'm 31. <laughs> I'm not like, like I'm not, like, my age. Yeah. Once you get to your thirties, girl, no. Um, But it is kind of like a flip of a switch thing. Like yeah. it's almost just like, wow, this is, cool. Like, I, I feel comfortable in my skin. Like, I have mm-hmm. a little bit more money. Like, I mean, I'm sure you're doing fine. Like, you're, you're successful <laughs> right now. But a lot of people, it's like 20s is just like you're flailing around. Yeah. Especially with like late life and dating and everything. But yeah. we'll get into that. It's, no, it's, conf- it's a confusing time. Yeah, for sure. Um, I have a segment called What's Going Vaughn. Mm-hmm. I used to talk pop culture. Are you into pop culture? Yeah. You yeah. you're a reality TV girl like me.
0: N- okay. I'm I'm a love is blind Netflix reality TV girl. I was okay. never like a mainstream reality TV. Like I was never like Bachelor. however I'm like <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> The Bachelor. Uh, yeah, it's fine.
0: <laughs> um no, but I am watching the Golden Bachelor right
1: now. Oh my god, me too. Yeah. Okay, this is why I want to talk to you about this because I saw another TikTok of yours. Yes. Um, and I literally haven't watched a single episode of The Bachelor since my season. And I was a, I was a bachelor girl. Yeah, like I watched so far. through and through, and after it's kind of like, I don't know, like I grew up in fashion and, like, that's what my degree's in. Yeah. And once you work at a corporate office and, like, you see the behind the scenes and, like, the insides of designer stuff, mm-hmm. it kind of loses its magic. Yep. <laughs> yep. Completely. You know what I mean? It's like I can't yes. look at, like, I worked at Coach or, like – and I used to love Coach or, like, I don't know. I've worked at plenty of luxury places mm-hmm. and it's just, like, it loses its magic when you see it come out of the box and yep. it's plastic and mm-hmm. whatever. And I feel like that about The Bachelor. Yeah. So, obviously, I saw the insides and I was just, like, I don't need to watch this anymore. I – um, but Golden Bachelor is different. <laughs> it's a I was new like, beast. This is gonna bring me back to the franchise. Mm-hmm. But it's so wholesome and it like is. it's really like more. I don't know, people obviously reality TV is dumb, it's an escape, it's whatever, whatever. But then it's like when it's stuff like this, it's like this is actually kind of an important conversation to be having. Yeah. Like we were just saying about women aging. Mm-hmm. You don't see older women, one, finding love, two, being on TV. Yep. Like three, being celebrated at all. It's so true. And and even with the regular
0: Bachelor franchise, I just felt like things were getting overdone and it felt forced. And then with the Golden Bachelor, it's like they're not trying to like do it over again they're doing something totally different yeah like even the dates i feel like they're different like everything just
1: feels like they're not trying to repeat the same <laughs> it's funny you say that because the first date that they had the group date was actually the first group date that i went on
0: <laughs> oh wait was it the, but the, the photographer, photographer thing oh my god we
1: okay that was really cringe i'm so sorry like how <laughs> did you that. not like they do that like be... every season that's okay the so date they i repeat. don't watch the
0: bachelor so <laughs> oh, okay okay <laughs> that's no that's that's the date know. they repeat
1: no, but I love that. I just love the freshness of it. I love that like they're acknowledging the age thing, and it's it's cool. And it yeah. just makes you look at it. And it's like okay, I don't have to feel old about being twenty six. I know or thirty one. I know because like you can still age is very much a mindset thing. I,
0: it is. And my grandparents, I I talked about this in my TikTok too. Like my grandparents are so young. Like I don't look at them as grandparents, right. and it's nice to like see that they have. People that they can like relate to. And there's like beautiful women on this show. And I'm like, yeah, my like my grandmas are beautiful and like whatever. And it's it's so it's like
1: they, yeah, there needs to be more of that. Yeah, it's nice to watch. And also, like a little shout out to my producer. She was the showrunner of my Canadian show Mm -hmm. and she moved over to the US version. So now she's the executive producer of The Golden Bachelor. No way. And I feel like I can see her. Touches yeah, you can like see it's, it. It's different, and I think a lot of that has to do with her and decision making that's mm-hmm. being being made at the top. Mm. Um, so I love that. Um, but that was not supposed to be my segment. My segment, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm really glad we talked about it because I needed to. <laughs> so in the beginning of this podcast, my "What's going on?" was talking about pop culture, mm-hmm. but then I changed it to like what's something going on in your life right now that you're just like excited about that's bringing you joy. Oh my god. Ah. Uh. <laughs> I'm like, what is it um, could be literally anything as small or as big as
0: whatever, right? Um, oh my God. Okay. Honestly, I feel like just on TikTok recently, I like there was a point in time where I got really focused on numbers and like you, it's easy to get like drowned out by that kind of stuff. And I just feel like I've been coming back to like my authentic self and just like posting like what makes me feel happy and like whether it's skits or like stupid like things that seem stupid but like people find it funny and they can laugh and yeah. like I just feel like I've been using humor more which is like the core of like me and so I feel like that's been really fulfilling and yeah. like people like it like I never and that's like really like the skit thing is really like what I've been doing a lot of I've seen <laughs> um yeah and it's so weird because I like didn't think they would like do well and they do very well yeah and, but it, but aside from that it just it brings me joy and I felt it brings me joy like it's hard, you know, like it's hard with content to constantly keep thinking of something new, but when there's something that you really enjoy and it just sticks, it feels good. Yeah. So I feel like that's just like been something that's bringing me joy and getting my friends involved with it too and like having everyone help with ideas and yeah, it's just been – it's been fun
1: and like rewarding. Yeah. Oh, I love that answer because I feel like – I really like your platform because – It's a good mix. Mm. Like, sometimes you're talking directly to the camera about serious shit, and then other times you're doing a skit about your mom or picking (laughs) your pimples or whatever. (laughs) literally. (laughs) But that's like, it is relatable because that's all of us. Mm -hmm. Like, sometimes we feel like this, sometimes we're silly, sometimes whatever. And then when it's your job, I feel like it's easy to be like, well, this is dumb. I don't need to post this, whatever, but TikTok can be a place for people to like escape and have a laugh. Like yeah. I am crying, laughing by myself watching TikTok exactly. sometimes. And it's like,
0: that's what I needed today. Yeah. And that's why I was never successful starting on Instagram. Like so many years ago, I would like post on Instagram and I was never successful because it wasn't the right platform for me. Like mm. I, co- I couldn't, I could I not polished. That's not me. And I always thought that I was, and I thought that I could try to be that. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> Cuz once I jo- got on TikTok, I was like, "Oh, okay, this is like what it's supposed to feel like to yeah. like be yourself and like post fun things and but still educate people and like yeah, so it's it's been rewarding."
1: Okay, but you are polished. <laughs> you I'm, speak really well. No,
0: like in that way, yes, but in like I I don't know, I'm never going to come online and be like the perfect like whatever, like if I feel bad about my body or if my pants don't fit me or, like, if I'm having a bad hair day. Like, I'm always going to admit it. Like, I'm not good at, like, putting on a front. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'd rather just not be online then than than come online and be fake, like, truthfully. So I don't know. In that way, I feel like I'm I'm not polished per se.
1: Yeah. I feel like that's something – since I came into this space, it's something that I – continue to struggle with and Mm. I guess will Mm -hmm. um is like that I want to be because I don't feel like I feel like I'm very much like you in that with my content it's like I'm very real raw Mm -hmm. like I show the actual truth I'm not like you know hiding anything but then it's like this balance of like sometimes I just don't even want to come on if I'm not going to be transparent but Mm -hmm. then I had this conversation with my therapist Mm -hmm. because she was like You don't have to give everyone everything. That's why you're exhausted. Yeah. And I was like, but I don't feel like I can show up unless I'm being honest. And she's Mm -hmm. like, you're not not being honest if you just don't share everything. Yeah. It is (laughs) true. It's just a weird, like, conflicting thing that I struggle with when it It comes to, like, posting.
0: That's – I'm the same way. It's something you go back and forth about because I used to think that it was – good and like beneficial to post everything. And then you realize sometimes you lose pieces of yourself when you're giving all of the information to everyone. Yeah. Like when I'm like admitting everything that's going wrong, it's like some people don't deserve to know this stuff about me. Yeah. Like because some people don't care or don't like me or like it is sometimes it is taking something away from you. So you do have to be
1: careful about what you choose to share. Right. And like you saying some people don't deserve it, it's like everyone doesn't get access to mm-hmm. you kind mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah. yeah. So exactly. So that's something I've had to come to like terms with or figure out or whatever. Yeah. No, um, and it's, it's hard
0: when we put our lives out there, but knowing that we kind of have to reel it in sometimes. Yeah. There's a line. You don't know where it is. <laughs> like it's – yeah.
1: Yeah. So I saw – um Well, I want to know where you're at with, like, dating right now. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's hell on earth. (laughs) It's so bad. (laughs) I saw you talking about, um, like, you kind of waiting until you had the perfect body or the perfect Mm. whatever to start dating. Mm. And I just felt like that was so real and relatable because it's like I can't honestly relate on, like, the body thing Mm. and I'm not going to, like, pretend to. Mm. Um, But it's like... Even if it's not your body, it's always something. Yeah. Like it's like, oh, I'll wait until I have healed completely in therapy to start dating or yeah. I'll wait until I feel perfect about A, B, or C to start yeah. dating. Mm-hmm. Um, So you said you were just kind of like forcing yourself to do it.
0: Yeah, basically. I mean, and when I think about friends, like I, I can think about some friends, people that I love so much that were not fully healed and just happened to find someone and they helped them heal or at least like they could heal on that journey while dating the person. Um, So I think it's just literally depends on the person. But yeah, when it comes to my body, I constantly fight back and forth with myself because I'm like, God, like the person that like they should love me for me because life is long and you know, you never know what I'm going to look like in 20 years or, think, you know, things happen. Um, so I think, like, it's important to remember that. But, yeah, I definitely do struggle with it yeah. still. Dating's hard. I mean, it like, especially being on Hinge and being on the apps and it's, like, very looks-based, I think that's, like, a really hard thing for me. And mm. even with the other way around, I tend to be pickier – like, not even just myself. Like, I tend to be pickier – when I look on Hinge, like, I'm looking at someone so objectively, but when I meet them in person, I'm not looking at them the same. Like, I'm feeding off their personality. I'm feeling the vibes. I'm feeling if there's chemistry between us. Like, if you saw the lineup of, like, all the guys I've ever liked, you wouldn't be like, oh, they're the same person. Like, right. they all look very different. Yeah. So I don't have, like, a type when it comes to, like,
1: actually someone I like. I mean, we're all way pickier on apps. Yeah. and I, But I think that's hard. It makes it hard. Yeah. I mean, it's not what else are you supposed to go off of? There's, like, a couple of prompts, mm-hmm. like, and everyone's just being their judgiest version of themselves, exactly. like, looking, 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 whatever. Yeah. Um. So that part sucks. That's yeah. definitely something I'm not looking forward to. No, it's, like,
0: ter- <laughs> But honestly, like, even though there is so much, like, negative talk about dating and just being single in general in the city, like, I love it. Like, I'm thriving. And I feel like maybe that's an unpopular opinion. For a while, I wasn't. For a mm-hmm. while, I was, like, looking for the next thing. And then you realize that your best friends that are in relationships, and I'm not talking about – like, I I've just had friends recently that have gotten out of relationships, and I thought they were perfect, and I thought they were getting married. And so it's like you realize that the grass is not always greener. And sometimes it's better to be single and to stay true to yourself and to hold out until you truly – find the right person, not just
1: rush into something for the sake of being in a relationship. Absolutely. preach. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that is something I learned a long while ago. Mm -hmm. Um, But I feel like it just – it's so almost tempting when you are single and then you see people you're close to finding their person. Mm -hmm. And obviously, nobody knows. None of us know what's actually going on inside anybody's relationship. And then you're like, okay, well, maybe I could do this, and maybe I should date the. And it's like I don't know. I think, I think it's just a hard lesson to learn, and apparently, I'm just going to keep learning it until I actually. For real, I mean, out. I think all of us are going to keep learning <laughs> yeah. it.
0: But it once you really, and I'm sure, like that's a thing you're working on in therapy too. It's like just being okay with it, just being you, and like not always looking for the next thing. And I, yeah. I think that's a big part of like manifesting too, because like I believe in that, like. Everyone always says you find the person when you're like least expecting it. Right. And so I really do challenge myself to like I, I have challenged myself to genuinely just be good with where I'm at. And I feel like I'm I'm at that place or I'm constantly working harder to like get to that place because I know it's not gonna help me if I'm just looking all the time. Right.
1: Yeah. I'm like, I don't know, I'm in a weird spot, obviously. Yeah, of course. No, <laughs> I half of me is kind of like excited about the idea of dating or like going on apps because I haven't actually been on dating apps or like dating strangers since Mm -hmm. before The Bachelor. Mm. So this was 2020. Mm -hmm. So like after Bachelor, obviously I went on Paradise and then I went on a different Paradise. (laughs) And then I was like (laughs) using The Bachelor dating pool as like to pull from basically. So I haven't just randomly dated strangers Mm -hmm. and I also felt really weird about getting back on the apps after being like very public Public, yeah um so now I'm kind of in a place where I'm like oh I actually I'm kind of excited to like look and see or whatever but I think where I'm coming from now is going to be a very different place like my energy Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like I'm not coming from a like I am looking for Mr. Right my Mm -hmm. person like obviously I am yeah passively but it's not going to be like an active like I need to find this person right now. Yeah. I want a partner right now. Obviously I do, but I just feel like when you come with that energy, it like – it comes off differently. It does. It's like instead of me being the person that's like looky, 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 mm-hmm. it's like I'm the – I'm the chooser.
0: Yeah. And you don't always – I mean I'm going through this with one of my best friends right now too that just went through um, a breakup from someone that I really thought she was going to marry. Um, She was pushing herself really hard in the beginning to, like, get back on the apps and go out out on dates and, like, be on the date and try to feel something and then just not feel something. And it's, like, you got to be patient with yourself because when you're healing from that, it's, like, you can't expect yourself to just jump in and and feel something. Like, you're – especially your guard is going to be really, really up right now even if you, like, tell yourself to, like, be open and have my guard down and, like, meet people – your guard is going to be up because you just got hurt and you're in the – you know, you're in the process of hurting. Yeah. And so your brain is protecting you from getting hurt again, you know? Yeah. It's very normal to go through dating but not really feeling like you're putting 100% into it or just kind of like dipping in but then being like, okay, maybe I'm not ready yet.
1: Right. Yeah. I almost feel – after this breakup, like kind of the opposite of what you just said. Like I get what you're saying and mm-hmm. I feel like I felt that maybe at like my second heartbreak. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but this one, it's almost like it's – it's. I honestly think it's because I'm older. I've mm-hmm. had more experiences. I've had more relationships. Yeah. It's more like now I get why people were like, okay, it's just the numbers game. Like mm-hmm. I feel like now I know I thought I knew what I wanted when I was 26 and like before I went into this relationship I thought I knew exactly what I wanted like to a T blah 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 mm-hmm. and now I'm like you didn't know and now I'm like I 100% know. Yeah. So it's almost like I I had the opposite problem because I started out so hardened and mm-hmm. so like afraid to open up walls high as fort yeah. Knox. Now I almost feel like I've softened a little bit more mm-hmm. in a in a way that I needed to. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, I appreciate that about, like, obviously I appreciate a lot of things about my last relationship, but, like, I appreciate that version of me that it's, I guess, like, kind of mm-hmm. grown me into.
0: Yeah. I honestly, like, need to take a page from that book because I feel like as I get older, I'm I'm softening, but I have a very hard time me, with that. Girl. And, <laughs> yeah. No, like, but I feel like I'm very similar to you in, in our dating World, or at least mm. maybe how you were yeah. before, because I'm very like, I don't let my guard down. You think I'm letting my guard down, but I'm not. Like, yeah. <laughs> trust no one. <laughs> I'm like, I don't trust anyone. I like, I'll ghost all, like, what I, I don't know. I'm just very like, you think I'm interested, but I can turn it. It's a switch in my mm. brain. Like, I can like you, or I can turn that switch off so quickly. Yeah. Like, I mean, I it's, think
1: it's just a defense mechanism. It is. It's sure. a def- It is.
0: It's like self protection. Sure. Sometimes it's good to be a little vulnerable too. Oh my God, yeah,
1: definitely. vulnerable. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Um, I was talking – so my best friend like flew into town, my college roommate, Mm -hmm. this weekend just to like be with me and Mm -hmm. like help me with my apartment and make it a little less sad. Yeah. Um, And we were talking about like the idea of unconditional love and I wanted Mm -hmm. to like get your opinion on this because I feel like – like this might be a hot take, but I almost feel like saying – that you love anyone unconditionally is a little bit toxic. Oh, it's completely toxic, actually. I think like I just I don't love anybody unconditionally. No. <laughs> there should always be conditions. And to have like a person or like a boyfriend or whatever expect me to love them unconditionally, mm-hmm. I'm like, there are conditions to this. Yeah. 100%. And I just feel like if you if you don't have conditions, then it's almost like a level of you don't have self-respect or boundaries. It's completely true. I used to when I was younger. Um and I was in my first relationship
0: and it was super toxic. I thought love was unconditional because I was what? Probably 19, 20. And so he would do things that were really fucked up and sorry if I can, No, I you can. First, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I don't know. Um no, he would he would do like horrible things and I would be like, "But I'm here for him because I I love him and love is unconditional and like I should always be there for him." And years later looking back, I realized love is not unconditional for anyone. You can have a mother, a grandmother, a sister. It doesn't matter if they if they are toxic to you and they are not adding anything good into your life. You
1: have every right to cut them out. Like Yeah. I, that's what I was saying too. I was like, even if it was my mom, like, my, she listens to this. Hi, mom. Um, <laughs> but like if my mom all of a sudden like decided to start punching me in the face yeah. and like treating me like shit, yeah. like I don't care if it's my mom. Yeah you're not going to be in my life. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like that's such a strange thing that I don't know where it's taught from. I don't know where it stems from. I don't know why we're all taught that you're supposed to love people unconditionally. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like, no, I it just me. I love myself unconditionally. Yeah, yeah Everyone true, else, yeah. there are conditions. Yeah, Like whether those stretch from like here to here, or whatever, like obviously maybe they're less or more or whatever with my family, depending on who it is, cool. Yeah. But no, every single person, there's conditions to mm-hmm. this love.
0: It is true. It's, I don't know why we're taught that like when we're younger I feel like we we are like taught to like love everyone unconditionally or at least I felt like that's what I was taught. Yeah. Um, especially as women I feel like we like are the nurturers so we like are, think we're supposed to take care of everyone even when they do like things that aren't great. Yeah. Um, but yeah I've learned definitely in my adult life that like it's not unconditional and like If someone doesn't serve you anymore, you can cut them off and it doesn't need to be in like a mean, horrible way. It can just be like a you slowly backing away and like taking space and like being friendly or like being cordial, but like not being invested in the relationship.
1: Yeah. And that's also like self-love. Yeah. That is an act – the biggest act of self-love is being like you're not for me. I can't do this. I have to protect myself. Yeah. And you can also still continue to love people from afar. Mm-hmm. No, it's <laughs> like, so true. You can love someone without giving them access to you. <laughs>
0: yeah. Sometimes that's the best way to do it. Like, I even like going back to my ex, like, I look at him now and I so am like happy for him and like it's all good. Like, right. he has his own life and he's good. And I think that's like the healthiest thing you can do is like, you don't need to have anger. You don't need to like have resentment. You can be happy for them from afar and be like, like we just weren't right. Or like right. this This wasn't right. And it's,
1: same goes for a friendship or a mom or whatever. Right. And I think that idea kind of goes into also like thinking that love is like the only thing that you need to make a relationship work mm-hmm. or that love is like enough to make all of the other problems not like not matter. Yeah. And I kind of think that's just like an immature way of thinking. It is. Because I feel like once you have been through other relationships or like A relationship where you loved them so fucking much and Mm -hmm. it still doesn't work out, Mm -hmm. then you realize like, oh, love isn't the only thing and it's not enough.
0: No. And it's got to be like – and there's so many layers to it too. I feel like both people have to like want to work on themselves, want to be there for each other. Like both of them need to have a level of mental stability or at least if one is down bad, the other one needs to be able to be there to like I, someone, I, I heard this thing. I don't know if it was a podcast or a video. They were saying how like sometimes one person in the relationship is going to be at their like 80%. And oh, I other saw been, it. Yeah. Who said that? I'm like, I can't think of who said that, but it's so true. I feel like sometimes you got to be okay with like picking up the pieces for the other person. Right. And then the tables will turn one day and that that's how a relationship works. Both people aren't always going to be at like
1: 100%. Right. It's just like an effort thing. And it's also just like that's how, that's true partnership. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When it's like, it's not like, okay, it was like the 50-50 thing. Like they're yeah. like, it's not 50-50. Yes. It's like, I'm 80, they're yeah. 20, they're 80, I'm 20. Yeah, and it switches. And it, yeah, flip flops or whatever. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I don't know. I've just been like, these are the thoughts I've been pondering lately. Because no, like, I'm just like, some of the shit that we've been taught is just like backwards. <laughs> it really is. And especially I feel like when you
0: get out of a relationship that's the time when you reflect on all of that stuff and right. you're like, oh, like, this actually wasn't right. Or right. Like, this is – like, you I, – I think that – and
1: you probably will agree – a relationship teaches you a lot, but a breakup teaches you even more. Totally. Yeah. And I think that this one's just kind of, like, hitting me hard because I thought – I just thought that – You go through more breakups and then you get – not get better at them. Yeah. But like it's just – each relationship is so different from the last. Like the love you have for each person is so Mm -hmm. different than the other Mm -hmm. love. And so then the breakup's so different. Yeah. So it's just like you couldn't have prepared for this version of events. Of course. Yeah. It's
0: it's like – and I don't want to compare it to this because it's not, but it's kind of – it makes me think of like mourning like a death. No, it is. I I compared it to that on my last episode. Yeah. Yeah. Like (laughs) it's like different people – You're not going to be like, oh, I mourn this person more than this person. Mm. Like, it's just different. And like you feel so like heavy feelings for both. Right. So I I think it is really similar to that. I agree. And yeah, yeah, and even – and whether there's no contact, it's hard because that's just hard. Yeah. And then contact is hard because it's reminder. Right. Like no matter what, there's – you're not winning either way. There's always going to be a struggle at the end of – how you go about it.
1: Yeah. Well, time heals all. (laughs) Yeah. No, it really does.
0: It is true. It it does heal all. And like there, that is, there's nothing you can do except like literally take it day by day, hour by hour and just give it time.
1: Right. Sadly. Have you, since you're, the relationship you were talking about, (laughs) Mm -hmm. have you been in like another serious relationship? Like you feel Mm -hmm. like you've been, okay. Crazy. I've been, so my first relationship
0: was Um, I was a senior in high school, like lost my virginity to him. Like he was my first, like everything. Um, and then followed me to college. And so we were dating like all through college. He transferred schools. And then by my junior year, he, we were still talking and there was still some unclear what was happening at least in, to me, um, and then he started dating someone new. So that was the first time I really like started to experience a breakup. Like mm. it was, it was weird because it was like slowly happening over time. Yeah. Um. And since then, and because I had such strong feelings, and but I was so young too, um. And people will be like, "Oh, that doesn't count as a relate," really? and I'm like, "No, it did because it my experience was valid." Right. Um. Yeah, I haven't had anything since then, and now I'm like, it's been like six, seven, eight years or something like that. Like, it's been a long, long time. Um, And not even like date, like I've hooked up with people, like I've had like things with people. And I've, I've, I have this problem where I end up liking a lot of my guy best friends. Like, platonic always turns into not platonic (laughs) for me. It's like really, it's like my most toxic treat. So
1: yeah, that's, was a thing for me for a while, but yeah, and but like you were in love with your ex, or you- so in love. Okay, yes, and
0: I still to this day when I look back, you know, some people are like, "Oh, I was that was love." That. Yeah,
1: it was love. Okay. It was toxic
0: love, but it was love. <laughs> <laughs> and I know that when I he fell in love again, and I think his new relationship is such like to, to what it seems on the outside, such like a healthy and more balanced relationship, and they're more similar and don't have to explain things to each other, mm. and so. I know that he probably loved me, but it's just a different type of love when you have someone else. And so I know I'll have that. Yeah, totally. And it won't compare to my high school situation.
1: Right. (laughs) So what do you think is like the most important thing in a relationship besides love? Because if we remove love from the equation, Mm -hmm. like we just said, like it's not the most important thing. What do you think is the most important thing? God, I think – okay, values for me is huge.
0: Like and I talk about this a lot, like, I I don't date, like, I, I'm Jewish, I don't date fellow Jewish people just for fun. Mm. Like, I do it because there's a value aspect to it. And I, like, when I look at someone and I see that, like, I don't know, I see how their family is. I see how they, their thought process is. I don't have to explain myself to them. Um, and it's – I I think, like, there's a level of that for anyone that's any religion or race or whatever. It's like you just get each other on a level that totally. someone else isn't going to get you. Yeah. Um, so that's really important to me. And as it, what people can say what they want about it, but it's just – I think values are super important.
1: Yeah. No, I totally get that. Um, and I have never dated outside of my race. Mm. Totally open to it, but just yeah. haven't. Yeah. But I think where I was coming from in my mindset is, like, the exactly what you just said. It's like being a woman. Like mm. there are things I don't have to explain to you. Yeah. You just get it. Yeah. And like being black, if I'm dating someone black, there are things in the relationship that I feel so seen and understood by because yeah. you just get it mm-hmm. in a way that other people don't. Yeah. Um. And obviously I'm sure there's people that can get, you know, understand me yeah. that aren't black, but it's just, that's kind of just the way I've looked at it in the past. Exactly. I, I.
0: yeah, I think like it's a lot of people that have like – that are in like a minority or whatever can relate to it. It's just like there's some things you just can't explain and you can't – I can't make you see through my lens. Like I can't make you see the world through the way that I see it. Um, And so although what you said, like I'm totally open to dating any race, religion, whatever, like I tend to gravitate towards people that are Jewish because I think that there's just an understanding. Um, yeah. And then another thing like which on a lighter note is just like sense of humor. Like I think oh, yeah. that like I use humor to cope with like everything and like I laugh off pain. <laughs> Not Same. that I'm like going through. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it's like what else are you supposed to do? Sometimes you just have to laugh cuz yeah. life is weird and funny. Um, And so I think like someone that can like relate to me in that way is like super important and like understand my sense of humor. Understand that I'm not like – like not take what I'm
1: saying like offensively or – you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, my God. There's nothing worse than like going on a date. And, like, making jokes or, like, trying to be funny or whatever. And then just not getting you at yeah. Like, I'm, like – I make, like, a dark joke. Yeah. And like,
0: oh, Scott.
1: Yeah. And I'm, like, no, no, no. Like, I'm I'm laughing. Like, it's funny. Yeah, no. That's just a weird disconnect. And, like, obviously everything about our appearance is going to change. Who The versions of ourselves are going to change over time if you're going to be with someone forever. And it's, like, humor. Like, we need that. Yeah. If we're going to be in this forever ever, like, yeah. we need humor. That's a good one. What about you? Like, I know. I'm trying to science? think of what I – I just think communication is just, Mm -hmm. like, unmatched. I feel like if you have that, it's almost like a level of, like, I don't even know if it's related to being understood. Like, but it's, if you can communicate and feel like it's a safe space to talk about literally anything, Mm -hmm. and people say, like, what will save your relationship is actually having the hard conversations. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like communication is just massive. Um. Yeah, that's big. And then, hmm, I'm trying to think of something else. I don't know. Now that I'm like – I, I want to make like a list. I know. I agree with the communication thing
0: though. I think it's so important and you need to be able to – holding things in only leads to resentment. Oh, so yeah. it's just so important that like when you're feeling something, like when that feeling comes up – you feel like your your relationship is a safe space to
1: bring whatever yeah. you need to bring to the table. Because there's nothing worse than like feeling so lonely in your relationship where you feel mm. like you can't even talk to them about like what you're thinking or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Even people that like – like I like suffer from like really bad
0: anxiety and like I've been on medication for many, many years. I feel like when I'm having really bad anxiety, like I want to be able to feel comfortable communicating that to my partner. Yeah. And – sometimes like it's hard to explain to people but someone that's open and willing to listen and willing to try to understand that's like so important yeah. i feel like anyone with mental health issues like understands that like communication is huge cuz yeah. you like the the other person might not like know exactly like what you're feeling but like if you can just talk to them about it and like tell them what you need yeah. like i think that's like such an important thing too
1: yeah i think that also kind of like plays into another one for me, which is just, mm-hmm. like, honesty and trust. Mm-hmm. It's, like, if I trust you fully, then I feel like I can trust you with my feelings. I can trust you to tell you, what, like, what's in my head, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then just being honest. Like, yeah. honest about how you feel, honest about, I mean, everything. Like, obviously, don't cheat on me. Yeah. <laughs> like, just, have you ever had an ex
0: go through, like, your phone or
1: anything? <gasps> I mean, if they did, they did it really sneakily. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> I didn't know. I don't know. But I feel like I'm – especially in a relationship, I am so – Honest, mm-hmm. probably too honest yeah. to the point where I just feel like I would never give anyone a reason to trust me. Like if somebody went through my phone, that's that's a them them thing. Yeah, that's a you thing. For sure. Yeah. Um have you ever gone through anybody else's? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> probably as an absolutely I have <laughs> okay like yeah <laughs> i was young did you okay? find anything did you feel better after um
0: felt worse for sure it's almost it's almost like going on reddit it's like you're good if you look for something you're gonna find a it sick, like like yeah sadistic it's literal thing. self-harm like, yeah because if you find something out of context like and most of the time i feel like it is but again i was young and i was just like when you're young i feel like everyone does it at that age like yeah or maybe I'm just gaslighting myself. <laughs> no, I
1: did, I did it with an ex. Um, <laughs> I'm literally just like replaying it in my mind. But like I think we ordered food or something or pizza or something. Mm. He went to go get the door. He left his phone open and I was just curious. But this was after he did something to break my trust. Okay. That's the only reason. Yeah. Because other than that, like I don't want to be with anyone if I don't trust them. I
0: know. I agree. It's hard when – what do you think about like people that are like super flirty? Like they have a lot of girlfriends.
1: I think it's good to have girlfriends if you really are fucking platonic yeah. but like don't be flirting with them. Yeah, I don't Like it's hard for sometimes to tell the difference. Like I
0: don't I'm like I'm, why are you friends with so many girls and you're platonic like but you're straight like that's <laughs> BS
1: like you are attracted to them. There's I have no dated anyone that has like just a bunch of girlfriends.
0: I like have and like even just like casual dating where I'm like Like, why are you texting? Like, and I I have guy friends that are like Mm. that. And if I was on the, if I was the girl dating them and they were texting you, I'd be like, I'd be like, (laughs) that girl's gorgeous.
1: (laughs) Why are you texting her every day? Yeah. Like, what do you, no, I like would be like, that's a little. No, I think there's a line. I think there's a line. Like if I was dating someone and they had a bunch of girlfriends, cool. Yeah. And like, we were all acquaintance. We went out, like we went to parties together. Cool. You check in with your girl. Mm -hmm. when. Sometimes. Yeah. But if every day we wake up, you're texting mm-hmm. this girl day in and day out. Mm-hmm. That's weird.
0: Yeah. Like I feel like if I'm dating you and we're serious, you should only have one best girlfriend. It should be me. It's me. <laughs> it, it's me, bitch. Oh.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, I was gonna do like, I usually do like a little QA section. Mm. With like questions, but like mm-hmm. I don't know, I haven't really been putting q and A Q&A on my story okay. for obvious reasons. <laughs> i like, like, so I don't want the cues. <laughs> no, <laughs> um, but I want to ask you my final question, okay? Which is, is there anything you want to be vulnerable about? Oh, I'm like, <laughs> I've already been so
0: vulnerable. To it. No, <laughs> um, oh my god. Uh, honestly, I feel like like the dating and body image thing was a really like good thing to bring up and a valid thing that I'm feeling. Um, and I'm sure a lot of other people feel and just like, I don't know, it's it's a struggle for me, but it's something I'm working on. And I think it's just super important to like be honest with yourself about like what you're feeling and what you're going through. And so like, I think the first step for me was like making a video about it and like just being upfront because it was me admitting to myself how I felt too. Mm. Um, and then once you admit that to yourself, with anything in life, then you can actually be like, okay, I'm going to talk about this in therapy. These are the steps I'm going to take to work through it. So truthfully, like that's like one of the main things that I'm working on right now, just like building myself up and like feeling really confident and doing whatever I need to do to feel confident while dating. Um, So yeah, that's just something I'm struggling with, but also I'm really working on. Do you feel like it's like stopping you from anything like going on dates? I think for a while it did, mm. and now I'm at the point where I really want to get back into it and feel confident. Like I feel like a new – because I admitted it, I feel like I almost have a new sense of like I want to get out there again and like date and like feel vulnerable and whatever. Um, So I feel like that was just kind of the first step for me, Yeah, but it I- was hard for me for a long time. I just think now that I opened that door, I feel more confident in pushing myself.
1: Yeah. I love what you said about like getting dressed too, because as whatever trivial or I don't know, aesthetic as it might be, Mm -hmm. it's like look good, feel good is Mm -hmm. absolutely true. It's a hundred percent. Especially with body things. It's like if you're wearing something that you feel like so hot in or like you just think it's really flattering Mm -hmm. or whatever, it makes you feel confident, Mm -hmm. whatever, like that makes a huge difference. Yeah. Um, And I know this is like easier said than whatever, but it's like I feel like if whoever chose you, if you're going on dates from the apps or whatever, Mm -hmm. it's like did they, they saw your body. Yeah. They're interested. It's so true. It's so true. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I showed it on there. Yeah. You're not hiding.
0: It is true. Like, I... When I get dressed, that's, like, the most important thing for me because if I have, like, you know, like, when we're going out at night, like, even just in general, when you put on a bad outfit, like, you're like, oh, God, like, I need to take a shot. Like, I feel so bad. Like, that's how I feel at least. So I just, like, make sure that I'm wearing something that feels safe to me and that makes me feel confident. Like, and if that's jeans and a bodysuit and a booty every single time I go on a date,
1: then so be it because yeah. at least I feel good. Yeah. No, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay well this has been amazing I know. thanks for chatting Of course. Um, tell everyone where they can find you on your
0: socials um, you can find me at instagram at carly underscore Weinstein
1: and tiktok at carlyweinstein1 and hot girl talks and hot girl talks podcast <laughs> amazing and if you guys want to watch this episode on youtube we're at vulnerable pod and then at chelsea vaughn is me on instagram and at chelsea vaughn underscore is me on tiktok but thanks carly we'll see you guys next time bye bye, bye.